Hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Dixon. And I am Sammy Skorstad. Together we have come through book talk, combined or to be read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. The book of the moment for today's episode is The Inheritance of Orchidea Divina by Zoraida Cordova. Just a, war- just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. Zoraida Cordova is the acclaimed author of more than two dozen novels and short stories, including the Brooklyn Brujas series, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, A Crash of Fate, <laughs> and The Inheritance of Orchidea Divina. In addition to writing novels, she serves on the board of We Need Diverse Books and is the co-editor of the best-selling anthology Vampires Never Get Old, (laughs) as well as the co-host of the writing podcast Deadline City. She writes romance novels as Zoe Castile. Zoraida was born in Guayaquil, um, Ecuador, and called New York City home. When she's not working, she's roaming the world in search of magical stories. Before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding the book, I just bit my tongue. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and read the blurb on the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it. Quote, the Montoyas are used to a life without explanations. They know better than to ask why the pantry never seems to run low or empty or why their matriarch won't ever leave their home in Four Rivers, even for graduations, weddings, or baptisms. But when Orchidea Divina invites them to her funeral sorry, and to collect their inheritance, they hope to learn the secrets that she has held onto so tightly their whole lives. Instead, Orchidea is transformed, leaving them with more questions than answers. Seven years later, her gifts have manifested into, in different ways for Marimar, Ray, and Danielle's daughter, Rhiannon, granting them unexpected blessings. But soon, a hidden figure begins to tear through their family tree, picking them off one by one as it seeks to destroy Orchidea's line. Determined to save what's left of their family and uncover the truth behind their inheritance, the four descendants travel to Ecuador, to the place where Orquidea buried her secrets and broken promises and never looked back. Without further ado, let's get into it. So first, I just want to say, before we start, Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. just saw each other in person. You handed me this copy of this book physically. I did. Isn't that crazy? And we got zero content out of Out of our I did get a cold though. <laughs> you did get a cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got a few hangovers. It was fun. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but yeah, you brought me this copy of this book, which was crazy mm-hmm. to think about. Um, did you read any of the like little reviews for it? Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, like online saw, or on yeah, the yeah. book? Yeah, oh, like, yeah. No, 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 online, online. online. Mine doesn't have any reviews because it's the book of the month version. Like just Goodreads? Yeah, yeah. Where? Yeah. So did you notice that, like, almost always um, on the, if you like this, then you'll like this book kind of reviews. They always said Isabella Allende. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. So I was like, oh, Uh I'm definitely going to like this. I didn't know it was going to be like fully magical realism until I started reading it. And then I was like, oh, hell yeah. Flowers growing out of people. Cool. Here for it. Here for it. Um, 
trigger warnings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, murder? Does that count? <laughs> if it was like intergenerational? <laughs> yeah. I think in intergenerational trauma. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think. Death um, of family members. Yeah. Um, kind of self harm because they, with the flowers. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that kind of covers most yeah. of them. Yeah. I think so, too. Okay. Woo. <laughs> so I listened to the audiobook for this one primarily while I was working. I did as well. And um, I found it really, like, fun to follow. I did think, like... It was kind of weird that Orchidea died halfway. Like, I understood that was the point, right? That you start to uncover her truths after mm-hmm. that point. Mm-hmm. I feel almost like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like her death could have come maybe really early on or, or like at the later. end. Yeah. yeah. Like, towards the end instead of just the middle. Because I was kind of like, oh, I was enjoying this like all of the crazy family getting back together and are they having a nuisance on her deathbed yeah i think that's fair i think like there were times where i like the pacing was a little all over Mm -hmm. the place a bit i think but i mean like that's it was like that's how the story had to go oh yeah for sure so like it it made sense sense. yes Yeah, yeah it made sense but it's like as a reader yeah. It's like, oh, okay, it's seven years later now. Or it's like, okay, that paragraph like, whoa, was whoa, whoa. <laughs> three years. Or, yeah. Why are we going so fucking fast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I mean, like, I listened to the audiobook, too, while I was just, like, doing some chores and things around the yeah. house. And I enjoyed it. Um, I just, like, I didn't get into it. Or, no, okay, I got into it, and then, like, halfway through, I think once they got to Ecuador, I wasn't quite as into it anymore. I I kind of feel that. I was quite literally building a bookshelf while listening to this book. Okay. And in the beginning, I was like, yes, like, I'm so I know. In. But I was you know what? Curious. When they went to Ecuador, I felt the same way. Well, I don't know why. <laughs> I think it was just a tonal shift in the story, maybe, that was like, okay, all the yeah. really interesting parts are like coming to a climax, but then instead of like climaxing and going directly into like, you know, the resolve, it was kind of like <clears throat> flattened, you know, like it plateaued yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And then it was like, think, okay, the resolve. <laughs> see, I think that's because like they're in Ecuador, but the big climax that we're like kind of building towards is when it's like flashing back to Orchidea when mm-hmm. she's in the circus. And doing yeah, yeah. those parts. And so it's like, I was caring more about that part than when, mm-hmm. than like the present day, like chapters, you know? Yeah. What did you think of like the big reveal that uh, Marima's dad, dad was, was the living star or whatever his name was? Ah, that kind of threw me did off have a, a name? little bit. Wasn't it, it wasn't like Lazarus it, or something? Yeah, not. yeah, there was a name. <laughs> um, That was kind of like. I'm glad, um, I, yeah, that kind of threw me off, like, it was kind of like, oh, um, 
I wish we could have gotten like more of her power. Like I don't know. It just like it felt like unclosed. After that. I agreed. Did you yeah. almost feel like the buildup was so good, and then that I didn't feel satisfied? Yeah, yeah. You didn't get the like. Like, obviously, that's the big reveal we were waiting for, but I, it felt like it was really being led up to, and then it was kind of a letdown. See, Not in I the was... sense that I didn't like it. Yeah. In magical realism and, you know, how it yeah. works. But I think the feeling was, okay, we get the reveal, then he, like, kind of helps save her, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and then, like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like her entire life led up to of not knowing her dad led up to that moment. <laughs> like, see, I was kind much, of let down. I was much more like that was kind of like a side. Like, okay, it'd be nice to know who her dad is, but it's like I'll agreed, be fine if agreed. I don't. But then the big thing I wanted to know is like, where the fuck is this curse coming from? Why did they have a curse? What is this yeah. like? The whole bad luck thing, like the whole, and then like the man following them and whatever. Yeah. Like that's what I wanted to know more about, and I just felt like it wasn't. I don't know. So, like, okay, to clarify, was the bad luck thing because of how she was born, Orchidea? Like, the whole, like, one foot in, one foot out on that Mm -hmm. day was, like, is that the, like, summation of why she had bad luck? I don't know. I guess so, yeah. Okay, okay, so that's, because, like, there were just things that they talked about throughout, and then I was, like, I would read things, and I'm, like, wait, so is that the, is that the answer to it? (laughs) or not okay yeah yeah. and then okay and then the whole bully bar like yeah still being alive yeah and and like out of spite (laughs) because he still wants her though yeah but to control her yeah and like so he was he the one like stalking them then yeah yeah okay so that 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 kind of was like hmm yeah. A little bit. A little bit for me. I, I was I just like, it, it, it could have me... been something different. I don't know. I, and I agree with you. Like, how come the big bad wolf in the whole thing, right, was mm-hmm. an angry ex? Like, that feels so... Yeah. I don't know. Like, it just did that part didn't do it for me. It feels very telenovela. Yeah, and not even in, like, <laughs> the, the cool magical realism way, no. you know? Like, yeah. Because if... Like, like I get the... um. The living star thing being her dad. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, okay, we have this cool thing going on. And then you're going to make the whole background behind the conflict just an angry man. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> who stole somebody else's magic just to, like, stalk this girl he, like, used, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? It just didn't feel, like, satisfying to me in that way. Like, if we're going to go the magical realism route, I felt like I wanted the, whatever the bad thing was, to be, like, a metaphor for something. You know? Right. Not yes. not just, like, a man. <laughs> and, I don't know, maybe it was, and I just completely missed it. I don't know. And that's fine. But. <laughs> Greed, I guess. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, is there something about, like, colonialism in here that I'm missing? Like, mm-hmm. Like, like I, was it what's it based on kind of vibe? yeah yeah like i was like is this a whole metaphor for like white people fucking up you know like all the americas and everything you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> like was is this the whole metaphor you know i didn't know but and uh, also i like tried to look it up because i don't personally know anything about like ecuador <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like any of their myths or anything like that you know yeah yeah um 
Latin America is a big place. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is. It's very diverse. Yes. I know a lot about a lot, but not that. Um, mm-hmm. Which is kind of sad. I have friends from Ecuador. But mm-hmm. I digress. Uh, I was I was like, is this supposed to be based on some kind of myth? Is it like brought in I thought that too. Yeah. during a time period that was like a true, like other history was going on that like makes sense to influence this? You know, like with Isabella Allende, a lot of her magical realism usually revolves around like a war or mm-hmm. something that revolution or like yeah. something that happened and then pulls kind of metaphors from that into mm-hmm. there, which like makes sense. So I was kind of like maybe going into it looking for that. Um, but I, d- I looked online and it didn't, I mean, maybe I, I didn't see everything I could possibly see, but it didn't say there was any kind of myth like this is just a novel. Me, maybe the, um, the whole circus thing was like actually maybe real and there was an actual fire because they kind of went into that like they found a museum where there was like proof of this like some footage and all of that you know Uh so maybe that is kind of and like the author is just like i love the history of circuses in (laughs) and so that's what maybe (laughs) like i don't know like that could like i i don't know why like i search for some sort of like where's the what's the inspiration from this you know yeah yeah I feel so. I, I, I no, I'm I'm with you because I like stories like this because they almost feel like historical fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, even yeah. if it's a history that's fictional, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's the fallen the stories written. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, no, but it feels real. <laughs> it yeah, feels like feels like I'm learning. <laughs> tragic, like tragic fire. Yeah, that, that yeah, yeah, legit. That yeah. happens uh-huh. for sure. Now there may not have been a living star there, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, honestly, no, you never you. know. You never know. Hey, you never know. Um, I thought like it was enough to, you know, lean into a story about generational trauma. I was getting big Encanto vibes. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the the grandma, like the issues with the grandma and like the, I don't know, all of that was like. (laughs) Hashtag generational trauma. (laughs) Hashtag generational trauma. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why I was kind of leaning into like, okay, was there like really bad like colonial like white people fucked everything up? Fair, thing, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So usually, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, okay, where is that? Where's that time? <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Um, I thought I thought it was a very. Um, I, I like when stories that address generational trauma structure it this way. You know, like mm-hmm. you see the real time issues of like what this like what the result of the generational trauma is from like right. in this case how uh orchidea is treating her children and grandchildren right okay she's got like um obviously yes in in <laughs> in her town and she can't leave and things like this so we see how her you know she can get angry with the kids and stuff like that and, and then i like the you kind of feel like maybe i don't like orchidea you know yeah Every, and then like, you get all the reveal yeah. yeah yeah and then you get the like background reveal where you're like oh my god well no wonder you know i think it's, that's important because we we see this in like everyday life where we can you yeah. know say something about anybody but you don't and know I'm, what they yeah are. yeah exactly can we also it was like very encanto like the magic house too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like and the whole like fleeing and like putting down roots in this magic house type thing in the whole valley and like all that true even though it was in like wasn't it where was it like new mexico 
I think it was like Texas or New Mexico or something like that. Yeah, it felt. Very- yeah, okay. I really didn't look, but mm-hmm. hmm. they're both twenty twenty one copyright. Who knows? I mean, I don't no, think one copied the other, but it was just like no, oh I know. God. Yeah, me and my connecting things through movie and TV. Speaking mm-hmm. of, I just want to address at the time that we're recording this, Heartstopper is like sold out everywhere. I'm just gonna go on Kindle for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's- it is crazy. We are trying to get our hands on it for an episode soon, mm-hmm. like a month from now. <laughs> we mm-hmm. can, it's impossible. So, anyways, that's the power of book talk. It again. truly is, and Netflix, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think it's mostly Netflix, honestly. <laughs> because it's like I've been seeing on my TikTok right now, like half of my for you page is Heartstopper, like Netflix. Yeah, you were saying that to me, and I was like, that's so weird. I haven't seen any real Heartstopper stuff except for, like, a few tweets about it on uh-uh. Twitter. And then Everything. this morning, my entire timeline on Twitter was Heartstopper and clips, and I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> no Go away. Get away. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Before we move on to discuss the rest of the inheritance of Orquidea Divina, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, let's continue the conversation. Okay. <laughs> how okay Um, what else okay so i loved um the new york city bits true um marimar and ray lived Mm -hmm. together in new york city Mm -hmm. in the beginning of the book like right before they leave and then ray goes back to new york at some point but i just like she lived in spanish harlem and stuff and i was like oh my god wait i live like eight blocks from her i was like yeah that was kind of cool and then um and I just, I don't know, I love, like, bits and pieces of, like, a realistic portrayal of New York City. And not some, yeah. like, bullshit, like, there was one book we read where they were, like, I took the subway from the Upper West Side to the Upper East Side. Yeah, and like, uh... you took, you did three, like, what did, what did you take? What did you take? <laughs> you flew. <laughs> um, you, like, no, sorry. Um, and, yeah, so I just, like, I love the, those little bits and pieces and books and whatnot um but then i also loved ray being an artist i just loved ray in general i loved ray (laughs) we love the gay comedic relief character Um, (laughs) every single time (laughs) yes um but i love that orchidea was like you need to be an artist you know like paint one more like paint more for me you know yeah and I forget exactly what she said and but after she died he like helped marimar a little bit and then he went back and he became an artist. But then, I mean, obviously everything kind of goes to shit because Crazy Bolivar starts stalking them and he gets paranoid and rightfully so. And so yeah, they yeah. all go back. Also, okay, so does that mean Bolivar was the one who, like, killed the other? I think so. People? Okay. Because that was his thing. He's trying to pick them all off one by one. Okay. Which is pretty shitty. <laughs> like, why? I why exactly 
because they weren't his kids with her maybe okay. was, like, i feel like that wasn't fully like yeah I, I feel like this book felt too short it felt like some of the parts yes. yeah like some of the parts were like i think the perfect length or i think maybe a mm-hmm. little too long you know mm-hmm. like in the beginning with when they all get to Orchidea's house and she's dying, right? Like right. that, I feel like that, that was drawn out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine. Cause, but I think if you're going to do that and then you're going to make all the important explaining reveal bits kind of short. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's better to just make it a bit longer. Like this was a short book anyways. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a hundred more pages and giving me a little more answers <laughs> would have yeah. been worth it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a fair um conclusion <laughs> but i yeah so okay so i guess he's the one who killed them because yeah. like seven years on i guess he's like gained strength or something somehow seven years on like because when that's when like the um oh from when she dies okay but then like bolivar isn't the one who kills them when they're in ecuador like the cousin in yeah uh, yeah but he's husband. like stalking them. And so he's it's just magic that's killed yeah. them. Okay. Like he, he has he's been taking the magic from the, the star. star and then he's been using that to track down Orchidea and after she died her like magical wards on her land or whatever like were dissolving or some shit and that's why since all of the kids except for Marimar were out of that area, you know what I mean? That's why, like, she wasn't hit by anything. Oh, but everybody else was not in that little safe right, right, right. Okay, okay, land. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is why he starts picking them off, and he's looking for Orchidea, but he like there's like a magical ward that makes him unable not, to right. find her there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because his ma- magic is the magic from the living star, and Orchidea said, "Don't ever let him find me." Right. So. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and then what else happened? I know that was interesting. I just thought Ray was super funny. Yeah. Him wanting to be the first one drunk at a family get together. Agree. Mm-hmm. Also me. He, like uh, he was like, <laughs> I don't want to be the type to drink in order to deal with my family, you know. But uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> there were a few times where I like like laughed out loud listening mm-hmm. to this book and they were always involving Ray. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um did you picture anybody for this? Because why was I picturing Ray as Oscar Isaac? I'm sorry. Oh I love that. Right? I love that. Um no I don't think I really was. I pictured Ray younger. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Because Orchidea was like from the beginning she was 19. Yeah. When it started. So- Oh, yeah. And those are the grandkids. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. That's fair. So I didn't really have anyone concrete in my head, I guess. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's someone who was, like, a side character in a Netflix show that I was picturing, kind of. Fair. Like, my subconscious fit in for Mari Mar, but I cannot, for the life of me, figure out who it actually is right now. Okay. But it was like a diversity quota. Let's make one of the side characters um, dead. Matine, you know? So, 
Speaking of diversity people. quotas, can we rant about Tessa Bailey for half a second? Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about this in the past. Remember when we read, what was her novella for Christmas? Window shopping. Window shopping. Okay, remember when we read window shopping? That man is white. You cannot tell me that man is not white. Yeah. And then she released that, like, other cover version, and he is clearly a person of color mm-hmm. in that cover. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, no, she, this feels targeted cannot, because that what? man was definitely write, white. You cannot yeah. write a white man and then go, ooh, I think it'd look really good for me if I made him not white. Literally. So she done it again, okay? Yeah. She, she's got this My Killer Vacation book coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Which, like, rumor has it, like, somebody copied that cover on another book from, like, this the same art style. It looks very similar Okay. I wouldn't say looks exact, but I don't think it's the worst case of this we've ever seen. Okay. Right? Um, but they do look similar. So because of that, Tessa Bailey decides we're going to change the cover so that it doesn't look like this other bitch's book. Right? Okay. Okay. You recall the original picture coming out of what the cover would look like for My Killer Vacation. That man is a man of color. Mm-hmm. Like, he has, he looks like he could be Asian. He's got, you know, slanted eyes in that mm-hmm. photo. And he's got dark skin and dark hair. He's clearly a person of color. So now today, she or yesterday, she re-releases a new cover for this. So it doesn't look like the other girl's book. And he's, like, suddenly a completely different race. He's got different tattoos than in the first cover. Like, I don't understand this woman. Like, he, he again, does still look like a person of color. But mm-hmm. he looks totally different. Like, I don't understand why she does this. And it pisses me the fuck off. It's because all people of color are just interchangeable, you know? Well, and the thing is, sorry, <laughs> I left this bit out. The thing is, she has mentioned already that the main character in that book is white. Really? The, the man is white. Yes, she said it. And people who have read the arc are like, no, yeah, he's white. Mm-hmm. I'm like, um, so again, you're just putting little pictures out there for and what? They, they put, um, for the new cover. Yeah. It's, um, I think I saw something on TikTok about how they're Maori, um, traditional tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I think that was from the first cover. Was that the first cover? Yeah. Are yeah, you sure? Yeah. Cause this, the new cover, he has like a skull and bones tattoo and stuff like that. Wait, so which one is the new one? The one where he has, like, skull and bone tattoos. Not <laughs> not the one. I don't see a skull and bones one. Okay, What's, maybe, is the one where they're hugging? No, that's the first one. That's the first one. Okay. Yeah, where yeah, you yeah. see, see, the okay, the first one, the, that looks more like traditional, like, Maori tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why so can't then, I find the other one? No, but so I just think it's so interesting, right, that she, like, is very much making her characters... Okay, okay, if you go on Goodreads, the new one is there. Okay, let me let me look. Enlarge cover. Yeah, there's, like, a skull on his arm in this one. Let me see. But here he could just look like a tan In guy. Oh, no, okay, but that looks like... How the fuck is that a skull? Oh, that is a skull. That's huh? a skull? What are you talking about? That is a skull. Okay. <laughs> Don't gaslight me, please. <laughs> okay, the one I'm gonna send you a picture of the one I'm seeing on Google because there is no skull. 
I know. This is That's why. Because they're two new. They're two new no, ones. No, no. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Stressed. Hang on. Okay, so there's this one. Oh, there is kind of a skull on this one. The one where she's at the beach in a big, in like a bathing suit is the first one. Okay. Okay. And then I saw the other one that I just sent you. Yeah, yeah. That's a skull. The tattoo looks different. No. It, no. I know the tattoo is different, but it's a skull. That's what I'm saying. Why I'm like, why did she completely change what she was doing? <laughs> okay, but Okay, yeah, that's fair. But okay, there's very clearly a skull in the one on Goodreads, and then there's not one on the one I just sent you. It's half a skull on that one. Look at look at his like bicep. It's like the skull is like halved off because of the angle. No, I'm talking about the f- the new cover one that I just yeah, sent yeah. from. What? There is a skull on his arm. Are we tripping? That's a skull. This, this one, the one I just hearted. Can you can you enlarge Where? the image? I'm trying. There's a I skull. Just... No. <laughs> please. The please stop gaslighting me. <laughs> there is a skull. You're kidding. Where? Okay, okay, hold on. Let me. <laughs> Where? Okay, okay, hold on. Hold on, hold okay, on. Okay, but then the Goodreads tattoo is so different. Yeah, they're no, they're super different. They're super different. Oh it does not God. make sense to me why she would do this. Hold on, right. I'm gonna screenshot the, the Goodreads one from my phone and then so the quality's better. Okay, I see the skull on the Goodreads one. The, yeah, I know. I'm saying I don't see the skull. Okay, okay, never mind. I don't there is no <gasps> Oh my skull. god, you're oh okay, okay, okay. I you see why were you were gaslighting me. Oh my god. <laughs> so wait, why did they change his yeah, I, I was, I'm sorry. What the fuck? I knew I was. I was like, where is it? Uh, oh my god. What? See, I told you. Yeah, See okay, that's okay. like more traditional, like yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they have a white dude with a big ass skull on his arm, you know? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Oh my god, Sam, I thought I was going fucking crazy. Listen, I'm a little zooted. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize you were sending me another one. That I was that I that- I literally emphasized, I hearted it and emphasized it, that well, it was, was like, different. Oh, it's the same as the one on the bottom. No! I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it, Sam. <laughs> Somebody said, why does this cover look like Akatar fan art? True. <laughs> True. Oh my God, stop. Stop. She wants it so bad. Hot take. I, I think Tessa Bailey's um, smut writing is extremely cringy. Any it's really cringy. <laughs> any dialogue that happens <laughs> makes me want to crawl into myself and die. Spoiling you makes my dick hard, baby. Stop. Stop. <laughs> no, yeah. it's just not for me. I'm sorry. I know. And you know what? I, you know, I'm one to talk, right? I do enjoy the uh, Ice Planet Barbarian books, and they are so cringy. Like, yeah. it's even worse. So, mm. but they're more enjoyable, sorry, than Tessa yeah. Bailey's work. <laughs> Which feels bad, because we have a lot of friends who love Tessa Bailey. I know. I don't, like, I want to be in it. it. I yeah. Want, I want to like it. I'm gonna give Hook, Line, and Sinker a chance, but mm-hmm. it's it's starting from behind, for sure. Yeah. And I don't think that's a good thing. 
<laughs> I don't think it'll be able to come up and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so this book, right, right, right. <laughs> Back to this book. Um, so what? It was it like kind of implied that whatever the kid's name was, like they they were like okay, they uh reincarnated yeah reincarnated thank you (laughs) that's a big word i don't think so because orchidea technically never left the tree right so but like but then the kid was like the only one who could hear her and talk to her so maybe they were just like connected somehow maybe because orchidea was always half in and half out of life maybe like was half in rhiannon and maybe half in the tree is that too meta i don't know know. maybe (laughs) see there was like a lot of little things where i'm like okay that wasn't really explained but sounds good cool yeah we're just accepting that yeah like if there was just like 120 more pages of this book with context yeah i think i would have really 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 enjoyed it because i liked it when i was reading i did too yeah i just felt like unsatisfied with the way everything ended like not not necessarily with the way everything ended but the the way we didn't get to know a lot of things and accept them in a good amount of time, you know? Right, right. So, okay, wait, okay, wait, okay. One other question yeah. I have. So, Bolivar, when they were, like, young and married and everything and he was just a serial cheater. Yeah, yeah. Was that, like, so it was, like, once a month, right? That was his, was that, like, his cost to his wish for, like, his dream girl, Orchidea? Oh. Oh. Orcadia or whatever. Yeah. Because it was once a month, right? Oh. And like when he when the falling or like the fallen star guy or the living star or whatever, he was like he made his wish and this is his cost. Oh, like he like you are everything to him, but like he truly like you really are the love of his life. He truly yeah. does love you more than anything, but this is his cost for that yeah oh my god i didn't even get that but that makes sense okay see so that's making me feel like maybe there were answers to some of our questions that just (laughs) missed (laughs) because that like that kind of was addressed (laughs) yeah wait that like he wasn't just a sleep like he was a sleazeball but he wasn't just a sleazeball (laughs) you know yeah that's crazy that's crazy. That's all you've got. <laughs> you really are suited. <laughs> wow, oh, I took a whole. Crazy. I took a whole one because I was trying to. Like my back really hurt. Self medicate. <laughs> well, I know what I did yesterday too. Is I like picked up our ice machine Uh-oh. and I didn't like squat before I picked it up. You didn't lift with your legs. Yeah, I lifted with my back, and now no. I'm paying the ultimate price. <laughs> zooted on a Sunday at 11 a.m. <laughs> Honestly, I wish I could be zooted with you, but I have work in a couple hours. That fucking sucks, dude. I have the Sunday scaries already. Isn't doesn't that suck? It does suck. Damn. <laughs> Anyways. Wait, um, okay. There were other yeah. questions I had. Okay. So sure, throw them at me. Okay. So the whole like one night a month thing. Mm-hmm. For Bolivar. Mm-hmm. Like they compared it to like the lick lickanthrope like werewolf type thing, where he just like becomes it turns. Oh, like, when the... you didn't catch that either. I can't no. even have a discussion about this with you. Why? Because you know, I was like, because I had all these questions. I'm like, oh yeah, Sam will be able to confirm. <laughs> no, I mean maybe I could have, but 
Um, I didn't get that at all. That's actually an interesting. Oh. Did they say like that or yeah. are you compare? Oh, oh, no, they literally had the word lycanthrope like once. Oh. I don't, like I'm not going to lie. Know. I don't know that word. So maybe that was what, oh. <laughs> why, why my brain went, okay, word I don't know. <laughs> That's like a, um, like scientific name for, um, werewolves. Yep. Dude. I don't know why it requires a scientific name. <laughs> That's but... what I was thinking. They know nope. something we don't. True, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really interesting, and I didn't think about that. Like, yeah. he, he basically is this, like, beast, too. Like, that, yeah, that was his cost. It was, like, yeah. he just becomes, he becomes a sleazeball once a month. But then it stopped being once a month. Interesting. Was the thing. Yeah. Because by the end, when she was, like, ready to, like, steal his ring and the key and everything... He, she was like, oh, it was every night at that point. Yeah, and he was openly... Yeah. Like... Didn't even try to hide it. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. interesting. Hmm. Can we also... the Okay, so the, the generational trauma, though, did not start with Orchidea. Orchidea. No. It started, started with her mom. Her mom was a little, mm-hmm. little bitch. And who knows? <laughs> but then, like, who knows how far it went back and, like, where her mom got it from too that is generational trauma (laughs) (laughs) we love Um, to see it that's why my generational trauma ends with me (laughs) i sure fucking hope so (laughs) we're the generation of not having kids yeah yeah and that's why that's how it's ending with me i'm not gonna deal with anything i'm just not gonna have kids (laughs) why would i want to give another human the issues i have no I can't deal with that guilt on top of everything else I feel. (laughs) And if I do have children, I will be uh, using what I know not to do Uh um, as a tool Mm -hmm. rather than an instruction. There is no way to avoid traumatizing your child, though. Your children, though. You chilled. You're chilled. (laughs) Your kids, you're chilled. You're chilled. (laughs) Oh, you don't feel good. <laughs> no. <laughs> this episode has it's been a brought shit to you show. by <laughs> literal shit. Yeah. Oh my god, speaking of well, a shit show. Not really. Literal shit. <laughs> how how funny is it that okay, so listen, listeners, we have found our German alter ego. Yeah. They I found was us, on actually. They did in a weird way too. Someone liked our post on Instagram. By the way, if you don't already follow us, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Hardcover Hose. Um, somebody liked one of our photos from like September on Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah, that, that, was, that was an old out. photo. That yeah, was a call out an old photo. And I was like, oh, what was their name just now? When I'm looking at my notifications, and they are paperback hose. Mm-hmm. And they also have a podcast called Paper Ho- Paperback Hose Podcast. Literally. So I was like, what is this? And I went and went to look at their account. German, so I was a little confused. Um, but mostly amazed because they have so many more followers than us. They do. And I thought we had the better name because it's an alliteration. Okay, we don't have to be mean. No, I'm not. But okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> you would think like hardcover hose is more marketable. 
They're more consistent than us. I know. I was going to say, they they just mark it better. (laughs) Did you see their layout? I was like, that's professional. Yeah, it looks good. Anyways. Shout out to paperback hoes. We we respect the hustle. Hell yeah. From one hoe to another. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Do you have anything else to say about this book? Okay, the flowers. The flowers. They grew flowers out of they them. They did. I thought that was really cool. I agree, but then I also felt like it wasn't fleshed out. I also agree. Fully. Yeah. I also agree with that. I think it's a cool concept and like how, you know, to think about when they were going through security checks at the airport and like nobody knew what, what to, to do. What to do, so they were like, I guess it's just a body modification or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how strange to think about. But, um, I don't know. I thought it was a really interesting tie-in to, like, magical realism. Because I felt like, though this book was magical realism, I feel like we didn't really get a lot of that until, like, the end. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, Orchidea being able to move things in her house because she is the house kind of vibe. Like, okay. I feel mm-hmm. like that could have even just been more of a metaphor mm-hmm. than anything. Right. Um, so I, I felt like the flowers thing was cool because I was like, okay, you're keeping me back into this magical realism realm. Right. I, okay, so the people who had the flower, uh-huh. Marimar, Ray, um, I forget the cousin's name who gave birth to Rhiannon. Tatinelli? Right, okay. And... Um, and Rhiannon, they ha- mm-hmm. they all had flowers. Yeah. Why just them? Um, they were special. Sorry, <laughs> right, I think we're done with this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I-, I think it was like Orchidea's way of showing appreciation for the, like the nice people in the family, you know? But, I mean, she gave the seeds. Is it because she gave the seeds and they just didn't spit them up like everyone else? Oh, uh, maybe. Like, it's just really simple and not a metaphor for I don't know. <laughs> I don't because know. Because they started, like, coughing up the seeds right before she died, right? Like, she was like, here, take these. Oh, yeah. And then people were, like, cough, like, phlegm-covered seeds. And they're oh, like, yeah. what the fuck? And so did they just not cough up their seeds? Oh, so it got stuck in their throat. And that's why... Or- or their chest, or but then Rannon's grew out of her fucking forehead, so oh, true. <laughs> and Ray's out of his hand, so I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. Darn, darn, <laughs> darn. That was almost a simple answer. Um, wait, I have a weird thing. Okay, okay. so Rhiannon, she could like see things other people couldn't, right? Right, right. So hers was like in the third eye type place. <gasps> okay, <gasps> Ray was an artist, and so his was in his <gasps> hand. Right. Oh my god. Um, and then Marimar was like the heart and soul of the family after Orchidia died. So it was like in her heart. It was like in her like chest, like her upper chest. Okay. I think. Yeah. Like the base of her throat, like upper chest. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So the placement of them. Where was Tatinelli's? Did she not get in one? her? No, in um her belly button because she gave birth to. Oh, oh, like right. She was the giver of life, so it was like, 
right there. Because when at the end when she's like dies, it like grows from her belly button pretty much. Oh yeah. Wow, you just blew my mind, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're high. <laughs> no, I didn't get that, but that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think this was one of those books that definitely would have benefited from like putting the little English class brain to work. Yeah. yeah. Reading into it a like, bit more. Uh, I was just used to all the fiction we've been. Yeah, pretty much. But I think that that is a very cool thing to have done across the course of the book too. Wow. I think there was more of that stuff that just went over my head. That's fair. We also read this kind of fast. When did you start it? Yesterday. Yeah, and you finished it yesterday. (laughs) So I think sometimes that happens when we kind of speed through them. Which isn't fair to the listeners. Well, is me being zooted for a whole episode fair to the listeners either, but... (laughs) True. Okay, well... Well, oh, do you have a favorite line? I listened to the audiobook the whole time, and I never opened the book, even though I spent $27 on it, so no. That's fair. Uh... I, like, marked a couple. Oh. (laughs) My first one is on page 79. It's Ray talking. He says, I, for one, am loving this family reunion. Mm -hmm. Ray exclaimed, going to the bar cart to select a bottle of amber (laughs) liquor. Liquid. He poured himself a large helping, then remembered the others in the room. Raising a glass, he said, salute, motherfuckers. (laughs) Yep. That was fun. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think that was my favorite. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the writing in this book is really good. I'm not, I won't. I agree. I really like the writing style. It was, I think what just got me was the lack of like full rounded out answers. Yeah. Um, that being said, what was your rating? I'll give it a 3.5. I think that's fair. I think I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Because I do love magical realism. I liked the characters. I liked the story idea and I liked the writing. The only thing was unresolved. <laughs> yeah. At, and toward the end. Because everything in the beginning and like middle, I think, were fine to me. I really enjoyed that. But then I was like, um, more confusion than not confusion. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave dip dip. I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Dixon. <gasps> I'm what? I'm Sam Cabrera Dixon. <gasps> oh shit! <laughs> Wait, but that's that's calling out to everybody who could potentially listen. What happened? My, my family doesn't really read. Okay. So I feel like we might be good. Okay. But hey, woo! <laughs> woo! Okay. okay. I'm Sammy Scorstead. <laughs> Not as exciting. <laughs> I don't have anything to add to that. Stop. Um, and this has been an episode of Hardcover Rose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Wait, wait, okay, quickly. Did you read mm. the extra epilogue that Emily Henry posted? No, but I saw a spoiler. It was cute. 
Okay, where do you find it? Can I read it? I found it on Twitter. It was um in her you like didn't send it to me. I figured you would have read it already. I'm <sighs> sorry. I assumed, and I made an ass of you and me. My bad. <laughs> oh, it was cute. Okay, I'm gonna read it right after this. Okay. Okay. We'll address. Okay. So then, beginning of next episode, <gasps> yes, yes. we'll address. We'll talk about it. Stay tuned for that next time. Yep. Uh, until we meet again, enjoy your reading.